Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Vegan View. This week we're going to tackle a very important conversation and the overlying topic is how journalism has failed animals. I'm sure we've all seen the horse and carriage video in NYC, but in case we haven't, we're going to watch it again right now, and we're going to put it on the screen as well for you to see. Um, so we're getting this video off of PETA, and let's... Very graphic. So, so what that's, happened? That's not the most recent one. It's not. That's there's more. Okay. <laughs> the most recent one. Let's go to their page. So this is the one that recently had everyone. Oh yeah. So this is. So like, another one. The horse just couldn't get up. He just collapsed. He was too weak. So they were spraying him with water. For some reason, that was supposed to get him off. Was it hot that day? It's really hard to watch. That's so hard to watch. It's really infuriating. Um, but I think it's important because this is something that went viral, not only with vegans, but just everybody. Like it sparked outrage with everybody, um, rightfully so. I think yeah. before we get into journalism, I think we have to understand and realize that we all have a responsibility and it's everybody's fault that this is still happening. Yeah. It may not seem like a really big issue to you. It may not seem like it's important to you. Out of sight, out of mind. It might be in another state. Yeah. But if you think about it, right now we're we're in autumn. And there's a lot of playgrounds, carnival rides that are happening. There's a lot of ponies being ridden by little kids. The situation is all around you. And sometimes you might not notice it. The way you get these things to stop is by pulling the plug and to stop supporting it. Yeah. And to tell the people around you to stop supporting it. Yeah. Everyone, a lot of people that I know, I don't want to say everyone, but a lot of people that I know are still taking their kids to zoos. It's a very similar situation. Um, people argue that it's educational. I've had people tell me that pony rides at farmer's markets are educational because it creates a bond between a, ch a child and an animal. It's not. Go to a farm, like a real farm. Mm -hmm. We're a horses are a sanctuary where horses are wild. Um, you're not supposed to see a lion enclosed. They belong on a safari. Um, you're not supposed to see these animals behind glass walls. That's that's not where they live. They don't live in New York. They don't live in LA. Right. This 
we all have a moral responsibility to do the right thing and to stop supporting these these businesses this is why this happens yeah as a tourist when you go somewhere like new york and you get on a horse carriage like this you're supporting this person's you're supporting the person that puts that together whose business that is and endorsing it and telling them that it's okay by giving them money and telling them, yes, I support what you're doing. You're abusing this animal and I support it. It's nice. It's something that I've seen other Mm -hmm. people do, whether it's a photo op or it's tradition or you've seen that people do it. It's not, it's not correct. It's not ethical. There is an animal that suffers to give you entertainment essentially. And this is repeated everywhere. This is any big city you can think of has animals that they're abusing. We can talk about Cairo and all the camels um, that are around the the pyramids of Giza, which have now stopped um, in big thing or about to stop or stop. I don't really know the timeline of it, but in big thanks to PETA Asia because they've been behind that. But you still have places like Petra where people will ride a camel or a donkey all the way up to the ruins and they're going up and nobody says anything about that. Oh, and Mykonos, they still very much have donkeys carrying tourists' mm-hmm. bags. Up. Yeah. And there's videos of them like kicking the donkeys or there will be like, I'm sorry, but like a human who is like a large man on top of a donkey. Yeah. They are smaller animals and the donkey literally cannot take another step and instead mm-hmm. of them realizing this, they just keep pushing it and hitting it and kicking it. Exactly. And it's like, I don't know at what like what point does humanity have to reach yeah before we can look at something like that and be like that's not right that's not right how many times do we have to be outraged because the thing that was you know it's encouraging to see at the same time it's super frustrating to see is when something like the the horse situation in NYC goes viral I have a lot of people that I follow and friends and people that I know in real life that are not vegan whatsoever that are outraged yep. and reposting yep. it and saying this has got to stop and it's encouraging on the one hand because it's like okay they recognize that this is bad at the same time I get so frustrated because why is that horse any different right. from any other animal that's being tortured right. whether it be for animal for entertainment purposes or for food purposes like it's all the same it's we are horrified when we see the violence towards animals we're absolutely horrified everybody's sickened by it Mm -hmm. nobody's watching that horse suffer and going like yeah love it like bacon like nobody like is doing that you know but when you know if they have it's funny because you reposted a some celebrity posted it on their page and you reposted it and I literally saw it and clicked on it and I thought to myself oh I didn't know they were vegan because I see like the outrage Mm -hmm. they posted and I Mm -hmm. realized wait I don't think they're vegan you know yeah Yeah. like whenever someone like reposts or posts something about animal cruelty or shares like a viral clip I just assume that they're vegan because you must care about animals yeah I guarantee (laughs) you people who have taken that horse carriage ride in New York are also horrified at this. Oh, for sure. At the site, because they probably they were probably on a horse that didn't experience that. But that doesn't mean there isn't cruelty involved. That yeah. doesn't mean that the animal isn't suffering. That doesn't yeah. mean that it sh- that the horse should be there because he or she was fine or seemingly fine or like you suddenly become a horse expert and you're like, oh, they're fine. They're pulling the carriage. They're not supposed to do that. There's really they're not no, supposed to. No ethical way to use an animal for entertainment purposes. And I understand why people have this desire. You know, you go, oh yeah, go to Egypt and see a camel. Like, of course, that's what you think of when you think of Egypt. And I was in Thailand and there's a huge problem with elephants yeah. in Thailand. Yeah. And 
of course you get this opportunity to be up close and personal with mm-hmm. an animal that you, is exotic that you don't have in your everyday life and it's I think it comes from a place of like interest and curiosity and like love for the animal mm-hmm. but at, at the end of the day you have to understand that it, there's no ethical way to be that up close with an animal if it's used for entertainment purposes the only ethical way is to go to a sanctuary where these mm-hmm. animals have been rescued from entertainment mm-hmm. or from factory farms that's the only ethical way to see an animal and do your research right because i heard about a lot of scams that were happening specifically in thailand where they were saying that they were a sanctuary and they might have been a sanctuary but they had like a sister business too where you could actually Mm -hmm. touch the elephants and they were the same elephants Mm -hmm. so they were just pandering to the different types of tourists like oh the more like sustainable like eco-friendly like conscious tourists like they don't want to like touch the elephant or they might like just want to like shut like throw water at the elephant and like let the elephant be okay well those same elephants are also Mm -hmm. being taken somewhere else like they rotate them they're being taken somewhere else where people ride them yeah or you know people like touch them and like they're uncomfortable you know well i've had many research yeah i've had many conversations with other vegans about how the whole sanctuary idea is such a slippery slope Mm -hmm. and also like at the end of the day we all want to see these animals in person we all Mm -hmm. want to like experience it but why do we think we have a right to? We don't have a right to that experience. Yeah, right. Like, we don't have a right to invade their personal space, even if you see it as, like, a sanctuary or ethical. Why do we think we have that right? right. Just yeah. leave them be. Yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of times, like, I was just in New Orleans, and, you know, there were horse carriages, and my friend was like, oh, the horses. And I was literally like, oh, the horses. Like, yeah. it literally hurts my soul to Absolutely. see that. And I feel like a lot of people chase that experience because they want some kind of fairy tale yeah. storybook. Or a photo op. Yeah. Or something like, it's like that. like, this yeah. is real life. From what I was told, if you are able to get close to the animal, and okay, they'll tell you, like, you can't touch it, you can't do this because that's wrong. If you are able to get close to the animal and there is an option for you to take a photo with that animal, they are being exploited. And yeah. the business that they're running is unethical. And yeah. Even if it's a sanctuary it is a business that is being run so yeah if you go to thailand and you go to a sanctuary that's ethical and you are able to take a photo with an elephant i hate to break it to you but you are exploiting animals you are not at a sanctuary you're at a glorified zoo and you need to stop it yeah oops yeah i went to laos once and my friend's uncle like owned a farm and there was just like a bunch of like baby donkeys everywhere and like i got to like feed the donkey and like play with the donkey and take a video of the donkey because it wasn't you know for entertainment it was like her family's farm you know and like that's different i will say I mean, I'll just to be a devil's advocate because I did go to an elephant sanctuary in Thailand. Oh. Um, <laughs> I have to, yeah. Um, this particular sanctuary, though, um, and of course I'm like blanking on the name now. It is literally the only one in Thailand that you should go to, um, and they really do. I mean, I get, I, I get it because there is, it is such a gray area. You know, like looking back, like was that really, like, did the animal need me to be there, like mm. taking a picture of it? No, but they they were very, very respectful of the animal space. And, like, if the animal didn't want to, like, walk, then they stayed. Like, there was one elephant that didn't want to walk. And they were like, this this elephant's going to stay. Like, you, you don't get to, like, there's no, like, making them, making them do, do anything. anything. It was literally, you get to go yeah. watch them during their feeding time. So they need people to feed them. That's, like, part of their everyday routine. And then they go walk down to the water to bathe. Yeah. And you just walk behind them essentially so you're close enough to get a picture with them but it's not like anything where it's like they're you know you know 
booking up their schedules with like daily walks around and yeah. around and around. Yeah. It was like a specific time. Um, but again, I like looking back, like, I don't know, would I do it again? I don't know. Like it's, Same. it just, it is a slippery slope because yeah. I just, I want all the animals to have the freedom to just like live their lives and and I think too, because when I did that, it was years ago, and yeah, I feel like same. I didn't have the knowledge of knowing. Oh, maybe this isn't maybe. right because mm-hmm. they they weren't. Mis- it didn't seem like they were mistreating the animals. Like mm-hmm. I fed the animals, I watched yeah. them get yeah. bathed yeah. and everything. And I think uh, uh, the thing is too, like people are going to these countries not realizing. Oh, the camel doesn't want you to ride its back. Oh, right. the donkey doesn't want you to hold. Regardless, like, regardless of what the animal's handler says. I was, when I was at the pyramids, the guy was like, I was wondering why the camel was bleeding. His mouth mm-hmm. was full of blood from being pulled so much. Um, he was like, oh no, it's fine. That always does that. It's like, no. That so that means not, that you're always that injuring. Right, right. Like, tr- you know, because p- people probably have that question and they ask him about it and he's just used to being like, oh no, it's fine. Like, it's just, it's, it's not fine. Yeah. I, no, yeah. it's not fine. It's What's not crazy hard. to me is that people so badly want to justify being able to do that that yeah. they will see something like a camel bleeding out of its mouth, yeah. and someone will tell them, "No, no, no, this hap- that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. You know it's wrong. You know that's a lie. He's yeah. lying to your face." But somehow you still are able to justify it to yourself and say, "Well, he's right. He says For it's wrong." Instagram, yeah. you know that well, it's not right. For an Instagram photo, it's cognitive dissonance. It's a cognitive dissonance, and and to like tie it all into how journalism plays a huge huge role in this is I guarantee you most people we know in our lives would not ride a New York carriage after seeing that viral video they won't because the media actually did push that out Mm -hmm. weirdly enough because they never want to push out any animal cruelty articles ever (laughs) unless it's like about a dog or now the New York City horses Mm -hmm. and so now I feel like people are going to know that it's wrong like, yeah. it's now if you go, it's like, you can't take an Instagram picture on a horse and right. carriage in New York City and not have people be like, what the What's, fuck is wrong yeah. with you? It's just sad that there has to be so many instances like this where the animal dies or is badly hurt yeah. or something goes viral for that to happen. I think the yeah. tourism sector in a lot of these big cities or in a lot of these landmarks of the world have a lot of money and they have and they lobby politicians mm-hmm. and you know they're tied in with the media True. and they make sure that you're not pushing anything bad True. bad yep. so i was on a flight going somewhere and i saw it was i don't either united or, or american and they have their magazine they have their own magazine and there was a spread and it was like a seven page spread about uh, petra and the cultures and sleeping here and staying there and the mm-hmm. people and how they're wonderful great things i read the whole thing there was no mention of how poorly animals are treated in and around Petra. Zero mention. Well, that doesn't sell. Aside in Jordan, like in the desert. Aside from the camels and the donkeys that are treated terribly, there's also random like stray cats and dogs that are kicked all the time Mm -hmm. because they're asking for food and they're there and they know that tourists will go and they'll give them like little little treats. No one is writing about that. If you're actually a journalist, who's not paid off, you have to include that. You have to be real. Why are you have to ask yourself, why are you a journalist mm. if not to tell the truth? Exactly. Are you a journalist to sell what someone is giving you? Because at that point you're an ad agency and you're no mm-hmm. you're no better than an influencer. <laughs> you're no exactly. better than a blogger who's just writing up a post because someone is paying you. Yeah. Except you happen to have a big boss like the New York Times or yeah. United Airlines or American Airlines or whatever it whatever it is. Why are you not speaking up? for 
against these injustices when you see them. I guarantee you, you saw them. Whether you're there for five minutes or you had the most lavish experience in Petra, why are you not speaking out about it? Who are you afraid of? Yes. Are you afraid of, of Visit Jordan? They know what's going on. They need the pressure. People have to go and people have to be mindful. They should go visit Jordan. They should go visit Petra. But they should, if they, any communication with the tourism board or any communication with anyone who makes a decision, you have to voice your concerns. You have to say, these animals aren't being treated well. I don't want to participate in that. I'd rather ride, ride the golf cart. Mm -hmm. That's an option. Yeah. But a lot of people still choose oh, really? to ride the camel or to ride the donkey mm -hmm. to go up the, the 200, 300 steps up to the ruins. Because they're not getting Why are the you doing truth? that? I, yeah. And the journalist did that in this article. She yeah. experienced the whole thing. She went up to the, there was a temple and she participated in all the wonderful cultural things they have there at the expense of an animal that was suffering. And she didn't write anything about that. There was nothing about that. So I went, I found the, the journalist um, via Instagram and I sent her a DM. I was like, hey, I liked your article, blah, blah, blah. I've been a Petra too, and I think you painted it in a really beautiful way, blah, blah, blah. But I'm curious as to why you didn't highlight the immense animal cruelty that happens there. As a journalist, as a real journalist, I feel like you should have highlighted that, and I never got a response of to that. Course. She had yeah, 2,000 followers. Don't tell me she didn't see my she message. Saw she saw my message. She probably saw it immediately. Um, and it's just, it's you're failing humanity. Like, what, what's that quote? You're siding with the oppressor if you choose not to say something. Exactly, and I think another great example of that is Turkey, like the cats. Everybody is like, the people of Turkey love their cats and they take such good care of them and you get to, you go there and everyone just accepts them and watches out for them. And then it's like, well, that's the side you see that yeah. these journalists mm -hmm. are writing about these uh, influencer accounts that are travel accounts are going there showing you this side. But really, there are cats who are being beaten. They are starving to death. They're, mm -hmm. They have mange. They have missing eyes. Yeah. They They're poison them. They're poisoned. They poison them. Yeah. So I think that everyone <laughs> should tell both sides yeah. okay there's these cats here that yeah okay cool they're being taken care of and it's a good like you know money maker and whatnot but like if people knew the truth and the reality yeah. maybe it wouldn't grow to that yeah. point people are trying to hide things under a rug yeah. and if you had pressure from people to speak out about these things the tourism boards and the people that make money from these situations wouldn't be able to hide it anymore anymore yeah. and then that would change that would change laws that would make laws happen and, and 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 help animals because that would say okay well by you hurting this cat that like 15 it sucks that this is the way it has to be but it's just money at the end of the day it's all money but by you hurting this cat that 15 tourists saw now we're gonna have a one percent drop in tourism because people don't want to come here because people think there's animal mm, cruelty so yeah. now we're chart we're giving you a fine of five thousand dollars five thousand dollars or whatever it is and you can't do this anymore we're gonna put you in jail it's those yeah. kinds of things that sadly make a change so what happened with poachers in rwanda rwanda had a huge poaching problem and tanzania does too and what happened is they took you have to also think about sustainability and creating jobs that actually sustain these communities that tend to be very poor so these poachers why were they poaching not because they hated the animals but because money. western countries mm -hmm. and countries like china paid so much money for ivory mm -hmm. and it's a huge thing that people crave and like to have um, so what they did was they went to these poachers and they were like, you know the lay of the land, you know where the elephants are, you know where the lions are, you know where the gorillas are, you know where all these animals are. Become a like sustainable like tour guide mm -hmm. 
-hmm. because no one knows the lay of the land better than you. And you're going to make more money because these people will pay more to see animals in an actual habitat. Mm -hmm. So I went gorilla trekking in Rwanda and it was a group of 10 people and it's not inexpensive. I didn't pay it because I went for work. It's not inexpensive, but you, we probably hiked up a mountain like three miles. The former poacher, because they were all former poachers, the tour guide now, knew exactly how to find them, knew where they were, and we couldn't come 20 feet like closer to them. We, could, we got too close and they were like, no, stop, come back. They were so careful mm -hmm. because I think they've grown to love the animals, but also because there was an incentive to make a change. Mm -hmm. It got so bad that people didn't, didn't want to go to Kenya. They didn't want to go to Rwanda anymore. They didn't want to go to Tanzania because they saw these horrific photos mm -hmm. of the lions that were shot, the elephants that were shot, and like their, their tusks were missing. All of these like terrible things that again had to go viral for, for things to make a change, but the government was really involved in that and they said, no, we want to be like a prime example of sustainable tourism mm -hmm. and be the page that turns for, for sustainable tourism and bring people that are more con conscious because they're more willing to spend more money anyway and see animals in a natural habitat, which is where they should be. Yeah. And going back to like the entitled thing, like you are not, you don't deserve to see an animal in a zoo just so you can yeah. teach your kids like, oh, this is a gorilla. Why? Why is your child? And here's why a chicken is, and here's chicken for dinner. <laughs> yeah. Why is your child so important that it needs to have a connection with this gorilla behind a glass? It does not yeah. need to have this connection. Because then children think that's where gorillas live. Exactly. Yeah, that's, where, you, that's what I took from it when I was growing I, up. I that's was like, what I thought growing up. My parents took animals live in too. If you have the privilege to take your child somewhere on a safari or gorilla trekking or to see animals in their natural habitat where no one is forcing them to do anything. If you have that privilege, you should take advantage of that and do that. But otherwise, it's there isn't a justification for right. education and showing kids something no. by hurting and harming the animal. Yeah. And I don't know, it's the amount of times not. that I've been to the zoo, I still have friends that take their kids to the zoo and I just think it's the dumbest thing in the yeah. world. It's so beyond me how in 2022 with the information that there's out there, you still can like consciously go <laughs> to a zoo. Or and, SeaWorld. And, yeah. Or SeaWorld, it's absolutely disgusting. I just like, I, it's, I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I wanna like end friendships with people like this because I, we're so they on don't different care. levels. The fact that, and that's the reality is, you know this, you have this information, and you know it, and you're, you're justifying still choosing. It. You're justifying it. You're selfish, and you're deciding to put yourself, and you think you're more important than other living mm. beings. Which I'm sorry, I hate to break it to you, you're not. You're not. But I just, it's so frustrating because I don't think I've ever seen a single photo of an animal at a zoo that is happy. They always no. look depressed. They always look really sad. Yeah. Or those, there's those vi videos that always go viral on like karma and stuff I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right of people like posing next to a monkey or a lion and just scratching aggressively at the glass and they're just laughing at it that yeah. is an animal that is driven insane yeah it how would you feel insane. if you were in solitary confinement with maybe exactly. like one other person like how would you feel how is yeah. that a positive experience that affects you? that affects your sanity of course it does and yeah. I think people justify it they go to the zoo and they justify it it's like oh that lion looks sleepy it looks fine mm -hmm. it's like no yeah. it's not it's not supposed to be here there's a lot of propaganda too that zoos spit out like let's that let's 
give people like a little, yeah, a little bit of the benefit of the doubt because I even think that like up until recently, I didn't really fully, fully understand. Like, you know, obviously going vegan helped me understand. But before that, I don't really, I think I always had a weird feeling about zoos. I just didn't know what it was. And it's because they do, they sell you on this conservation thing. And when you're touring the zoo, they tell you all this stuff about how great it is and all these great things that they did for this animal. They're in such a better place now. And they really do sell you on a dream. So, you know, I I do get it to an extent. And I think, like, there's also this element, maybe it's the journalists, maybe it's the people partaking in these tourism activities, that they, if they admit to themselves that this is cruel, then they have to admit to themselves the other ways that they are cruel to animals, which would make them be vegan, which they don't want to do, so they resist. Because I'm just thinking about, like, the people who work at the zoos and stuff, like, Whoever handles the lion cage probably loves the lions. Mm-hmm. They do. Can, like, they love these they animals. Do. Or they're like, yeah, I love working here. They because, do. You know, or people at the horse ranch and stuff. Like, I'm sure I they love, do. I'm sure they have, I'm like, sure a bond. I'm sure they do, but where's, like, come on, there's a disconnect. But you yeah. shouldn't be you able love to have animals. access That's to why that you're doing of this. Course. Yeah. Of course. Exactly. If you love animals, why are you okay with them being trapped behind a glass? Like, why? You think about this logically. You shouldn't even have access to this animal. It is yeah. absolutely insane. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you really respect this animal you should know that they belong out in their natural habitat and I'm just I I just have to go back to like how journalism and all of that ties in and the reason why I think the horse carriage video and specific went as viral as it did and a lot of the media picked it up is this is where influencers and my frustration with influencers comes in because celebrities and whatnot I'm always like you have such a huge platform Mm -hmm. you are famous just for existing especially Mm -hmm. like you know, Nepo babies and whatnot, models. Like, I'm sorry, you're just beautiful and you walk down a line. Like, you have a platform though, so use it. Bella Hadid and Kendall Jenner both posted something about it because Mm -hmm. Kendall Jenner has horses and she loves them, so she posted the video and she spoke out against it. Bella Hadid, like, loves animals. She's from New York or she lived in New York, whatever. And she posted about it. So the media picks it up because these two extremely famous people mm-hmm. spoke about it. So they allowed the media to be like, okay, this isn't going to be cringy. This isn't going to be some vegan agenda or whatever because these two extreme, like two of the most famous people in the world right now yeah. spoke up about this. So that's why I go on these like rants about influencers because yeah. I'm like, at the end of the day, you are the one that has the power. You are the one that has the voice. Mm-hmm. You see these things that matter mm-hmm. and your yeah. voice matters that's true. and you need to use it. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, but, like, but also, but also, at the end of the day, they are what they are, right? They're models. As journalists, your your job is to pursue the truth and to shed Share light on yeah. things. To yeah. shed light. But imagine like the they, fact that the it takes models them that lie to... about our, models and post edited photos and yeah. lie about a product yeah. and say it's amazing when it's not. They're they're walking advertisement. Yeah, journalists aren't supposed to be, but they've become that. There's yeah. that magazine. Yeah. It's not Travel Weekly. It's is it Travel Weekly? There's a really popular magazine um, that used to have wonderful articles written about different cultures and destinations, blah blah blah, which is now just an ad magazine, which yeah. now tells you why you should stay at this resort and how wonderful it is, and the turtle hatching programs that they have, and yeah. blah, blah 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 blah, those kinds which of things. Is, but that's exactly like what she's saying is like yeah. the journalists then pick it up because somebody like Kendall Jenner or Bella. But how is that? Why? Why are they doing that? Yeah. Why are you doing that? Why are you highlighting? I mean, it's great that they're speaking up about it. I'm not diminishing that. It's great that they're 
speaking up about an injustice. I know that Bella Hadid right. does that too with certain issues in she the does. Middle she's East. She's great. She's one of the few but famous people I think why, is Why are you waiting for them to say something to then make an article about them saying something? Yeah. You should be writing about That's it on your, your own. Your article shouldn't be, yeah. oh, um, Kim Kardashian said this about Beyond Meat, blah, blah, blah. No, your article should be Beyond Meat is doing this and changing the world in these ways. You should have yeah. said Not it Kim first. Kardashian posted about it. Like, yeah. you should have said it bait. first. It's clickbait, and unfortunately... the news is pe- dying. Like, yeah. people just don't yeah. want to read it anymore. They don't care yeah. anymore. They do actually... Like, it's... The, we've seen it these last few years really rampant how, like, people take social media as, like gold like that's where they get their information that's where they get their research from is social media but let's be real the real movers and shakers of the world the people that are making all the decisions the politicians they're all reading the new york times they're all reading the wall street journal they're not on instagram scrolling looking at kendall jenner's instagram they're not the people that are making the decisions that have to feel the pressure are reading the newspapers and they're reading glossed over like fake fairy tales because yes. that's what you have created. Yeah. You yeah. need to be more responsible with what you're saying. All of you journalists, and this doesn't just this only isn't about animal rights. It's also about what's happening in politics, what's happening in our country. Mm-hmm. You're not writing about things that affect normal day people. You're writing things to sway public opinion. You're writing things so that people like a certain politician more instead of asking them important questions you're softballing questions you're not it's not real journalism anymore what are you doing or they leave things out obviously that creates bias they leave certain things out that are true that they've seen because it wouldn't you know fit the narrative that they're trying to put out there and that once again goes against journalism but like my whole point about the celebrities speaking out is that it's so pathetic to me that it took them to basically yeah. give journalists the okay exactly like, to talk okay about it. it's yeah. safe for us to talk about this now no you yeah. should have been there first you yeah. should have been the one talking it's about this only first. newsworthy because a celebrity talked about it. it's not newsworthy because of yeah. what it is because there's so many instances like that horse and carriage i guarantee you just look up animal cruelty on tiktok or instagram right look that's up not the, the first horse that there's horrendous yeah Yeah. there's horrendous things happening to animals every single day all over the world and it's never newsworthy and that's the thing is everybody's so outraged about the horses in in new york city and dogs yeah and it's speciesism yeah exactly because people love horses like they love dogs and and that's why people love the horse and carriage it's magical we love horses yeah Yeah. Yeah. cinderella Yeah. yeah and they they have this love for them but they don't give a shit about the other animals that are that we eat yeah like yeah that are in factory farms. Ooh, and also, baby. I'm also, I don't know if everybody's aware, but a lot of times journalists don't have a lot of things to write about because they're not looking for good information. So they will <laughs> interview, they will, this is a true story. There is a newspaper that frequently um, writes articles on one of my boyfriend's friends because the journalist is that guy's friend. And he's featured him like at least five or six times to talk about like Bitcoin and tech. He's just like a regular guy with a small business and has written like a page article about him because he has to write something for that day or for that week. It's mm-hmm. like, why aren't you filling that? Not that this guy is important and it's tech and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Great. That's, you know, but why aren't you searching for better stories? Why aren't you looking for things that will actually open people's eyes, because that will lazy. inform people. This yeah. is your job. Like, your, if your <laughs> job is to write things and report on things, right. why aren't you doing that? Even even local news is like there's always an agenda. Yeah. Like, you don't hear, you know, like woman in North Hollywood spilled cup of coffee caused accident. You don't hear that anymore. Now it's 
allegedly crazed woman wearing yeah. wearing a blue shirt, which means she was probably a Democrat, <laughs> threw coffee onto the street, causing another guy. You know, it's all there's always on either an side. Agenda, every, yeah. There's always an agenda, and it's always someone pushing something. There's no simple reporting. Why? Yeah. Why aren't you doing your job? Why aren't you telling the truth? If you're if you're again, if you're creating a fairy tale out of a horror story for someone else for a living being then you're lying yeah you're lying you were exactly. you were an author at that point you were a blogger you were They're selling something you were <laughs> not it. a journalist well what kind of advice can we offer people then that like may be feeling frustrated about this like you know it's of course it's totally normal to be upset it makes us upset to see this stuff and it triggers feelings to the point where we, we're group texting each other and then we're like, we got to talk about this on the show. Like, it's it's super frustrating. I would definitely encourage you guys to join the Facebook group and then talk it out with vegans there because I think it's so important to, like, connect with your fellow vegans when things like this happen and you do yeah. feel angry and you do feel upset mm-hmm. and, like, just vent it out together and just yeah. know that you're not alone because sometimes it can be very isolating when you feel like, am I the crazy one that yeah. I see that this atrocity is happening to you know, an animal, but I also see that it's happening to all animals and no one else seems to see it. Like, yeah. I feel like that's a, a think, great way to start. I think you should DM journalists. Yeah. I actually <laughs> like that. DM, you love that. DM your mm-hmm. newspaper, write them a letter, yes. fax them, whatever your method is. I don't know what you like doing. I don't know how old you are. I don't know what your methods are. Communicate with them and tell them that you're over their stupid reporting and that you want real information real stories and things that are actually happening um Mm -hmm. tell them or if it's like this like this piece like this petra piece like tell them reach out to the author or reach out to the main editor and say hey i read this piece but i was there and they were hitting camels they were treating them really badly animals were hurt one had like a broken leg and it was still going up the hill like say those things yeah. like put pressure on them because that's what happens you put pressure on people and then things start changing if everyone says well someone else will do it oh yeah that kind of yeah. stinks then nothing's mm-hmm. gonna get done like don't be the bystander yeah. make make noise the squeaky yeah. wheel gets the oil get the oil yeah make that the change do it and if they don't see it they don't see it if they see it then yeah. that was something that you did. Yeah. People always see the negative things. They always see yeah. it. They always oh, read those. I promise you they will see they it. They do. Mm-hmm. Not they'll gl- it. they'll gloss it. over your, thank you, oh my God, you're so wonderful. I love this article. They're like, okay, great. But the moment you're like, what the fuck was that? What did you write about? This is awful. They will read the whole thing. Yeah. Even if it makes them upset, the more of those that come in, they'll have to listen. They have to. Yeah. yeah. I think another thing that we wanted to touch on this subject which is extremely frustrating with social media is how we have so much access to so much information that we don't focus long enough on anything we just scroll past it we move on we get frustrated we it lives Mm -hmm. in our mind for a second and then we move past it and i think that's why a lot of change doesn't happen because we don't focus on things long enough like this this Mm -hmm. outrage that happened with this horse carriage was great and i loved seeing it i loved seeing the people who spoke up about it and like the media that picked it up and that's great but that should have kept going yeah it shouldn't have just been a trend for a week or two it should have continued on and like the pressure should have continued on. Pe- those same people who posted should be posting a month later and be like, what's up with this? What's going on? What progress yeah, have we made? Exactly. Where's that horse? And and the thing at the end of the day is if we had kept the momentum going, all the people who were outraged, maybe we could have helped that horse. Yeah. But, yeah. They, you know, PETA especially made so much effort to go in and try to find where he's at and begged his keeper to 
let them have him so they can take him to a rehab center and, you know, give him a shot at life. But we just found out a couple days ago that he did die. Um, He passed away because he was obviously being mistreated, starved to death, etc. So that's that's the consequence of not continuing, not keeping momentum. If you really want to see change, the things that you're outraged about, you should be talking about more than just when it's trendy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I have to say on that. Also, that. on that note, this is this could be an entire other episode, but don't knock organizations that are doing so much good work and that are putting so much work behind the scenes that you don't even know about because you heard a rumor. Yeah. Yeah. Don't knock organizations whose entire mission is to help animals and who actually are behind most of like the animal rights laws, the changes that we see, the victories that we see. Don't knock them. Read, Mm. inform yourself. Don't just read something on Reddit that an angry vegan or an angry non-vegan wrote about because they don't like how a a certain campaign was handled or how it worked out like yeah like these are the people these are these people lobby all day long and they're pressuring politicians to make a change like this is what we should be aspiring to and this is the type of activism i think that we should all be trying to achieve whether it's like an email or 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 a phone i'm not telling you to quit your job and go stand outside city hall all day and like scream at people but those things matter like email someone call someone talk to someone maybe like that is that has influence that you know and you know tell them about the yeah. issue if they don't know about it and, like have a conversation with someone like you don't know what good can come of it yeah well every form of activism is important and it doesn't you may not personally align with an organization and feel like that is like your path and that's mm-hmm. how you know you align with right. them on every single belief because we're not all going to we're agree going as to. vegans like we're on, not at this table we all have things we that all have things we disagree about. about yeah that doesn't mean we should never speak to each other like we <laughs> yeah. should hate each other we should end the vegan view now like, yeah that's the it apply, it's an entire animal rights organization of course you're not going to agree with every single thing that they do and yeah. you, you read one propaganda website that was yeah. put up and you you don't, and you're completely discrediting right. all, all the work all the work that they do. You yeah. don't even yeah. see about 90% of the work that they do. They have yeah. an entire law team yeah. that is literally in the courts every single day fighting on yeah. behalf of animals. And you didn't even know that they were probably yeah. there yeah. trying use to that get that same horse out anger, of there. Use that same, same anger and make something positive of it. Yeah. yeah. Like pressure people and hold people accountable that have the ability to make a change and aren't doing anything yeah that's what we need to be doing just that's what we need to be doing everything is not so black and white there is so much in between that you have no idea about and you should maybe you don't agree with a certain organization you should at least think you know what i don't uh, what i see is on their instagram i have no idea what's going on behind the scenes and what they're doing for animals but at the end of the day they're the biggest animal rights organization in the world Maybe they are doing more than just yeah. posting on Instagram. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like we could talk about this for forever. Yes. So <laughs> definitely leave your comments down below. What have you experienced in your life with this type of virality when it comes to animal cruelty? And how do you think that we can help make this problem better? If you guys have any ideas, please, please share down below. Don't forget to join our Facebook group. Like I said, it's a great place to talk out things like this with other vegans. There's thousands of vegans in there and it's it's a really great place and we, we try to keep it happy and friendly mm-hmm. I would say um, for the most part great recipes and stuff too follow us on TikTok Instagram subscribe to this channel before you leave and we will see you next time for another episode bye, bye.